the the big demon man at the beginning of Thor Ragnarok is uh, yeah. Clancy Brown. Who's that? Uh, Clancy Brown is uh, the voice of Mr. Krabs. Oh, okay. He's also a good actor. He was in um, he was in Daredevil. Hello, boyos. Welcome to the spoiler cast via Lonercast Network. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we watched uh, Thor Ragnarok, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, yes, this, this is in. This is just a small segment of a piece that we've been going on for like six months now where we watch all of the MCU movies and we rank them all yeah. based on how we fucking felt about the movie at the time that we watched it. That's right. And we're putting it in a big MCU list and we'll update the list anytime a new movie comes out. Figured we would start over and watch them and get, you know, just watch them. Yeah, we just watch them again. We rate them. It's... We rate them. Figured we'd come on here talk about it my name's nick by the way jake's over there Hello. also and we're going to talk about thor ragnarok and what we thought about it uh jake this is your favorite film ever in the whole world is it not <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's my favorite mcu movie i'm mean, going to get to it in the rankings mm-hmm. um and i'll explain why it's not my favorite but goddamn, is it a perfect movie my boy uh see this movie is my goddamn comfort food this is a fun movie to watch it's hilarious it's kind of self-isolated from the rest of the mcu uh with you know connections it connects to the other thor movies while also making fun of the previous thor movies there's some really fun action beats in there i love all the characters it's just it's just a good time it's it's like a fun roller coaster that i never want to get off of yeah i like I like this movie. I like this movie a lot, you know, and I want to be hypercritical of it because I know you like this movie a lot. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this son of a bitch can't win every time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it is a really good movie. However, I do have a couple complaints with this movie. Yeah. And that is most of the main plot with Hela and yeah all, all that sure, like sure i'm like i didn't think she acted i don't know who the actress is but i didn't think she acted the part very well and there the fight scene with her where she's fighting all as guardians is really I do disagree with you here really horrible looking it looks so bad it's prequel star wars prequel level cgi bad the okay. movements in it are just they're not good okay um but i have to say i don't like the look of um asgard at all and i'm really glad they're not in asgard anymore they destroyed it because any movie that they went to asgard i just lost a lot of interest because the design of it and just the the kind of like cheesy cg of it it's not for me i did not I you know, I'm usually one who's like I love location bait. Like if you're moving locations, I love that. This movie, the Asgard is not a location that I feel that about in in the Marvel universe. It just it doesn't do it for me. It's just it's a little too cheesy. Like yeah. the rain, you got the rainbow road. You just got the waterfall <laughs> that falls out. I don't yeah. know what it is. I think I turned to you in the movie at one point. I'm like, so is this a planet? 
and you're like, no, I think it's just a, it's a thing, a thing. It's and I'm like, thing. all right, cool, yeah, yeah, just no, sure. I, I agree with you. I I think um, Asgard is stupid and always has been, and I think uh, Taika Waititi was like fully aware of that, because um, yeah. he makes it look cheesy, like straight up when they're like doing the play. And it's Odin. Oh yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. That shit was hilarious. When it, when he walks up, Odin, Odin's little oh shit is is so funny. <laughs> and then it's just Matt Damon who, and who the guy Anthony Hopkins is just like oh shit. The guy, <laughs> yeah, so the guy who plays uh, Loki is Matt Damon, and the guy who plays Thor is fucking Chris Hemsworth's brother, Liam no Hemsworth. Shit. That is no Liam Hemsworth. That. Yeah, that's hilarious. And yeah, yeah, I love that scene. And um, I agree. Like the, I think all the stuff with Hella is the worst part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I still like Hella. I think yeah, Hella's, Hella's cool, cool as hell. Uh, yeah. It's Cla- it's Kate Blanchett, by the way, way, and I think she's great in the role. Uh, I think this scene maybe could have been better where she's killing all those people, but I think it does a good job of like showing you that she's a badass especially when she when she ends it by across by like like shooting the dude through the chest and i I remember i was like can they just do that (laughs) in an mcu movie yeah allowed to do that they're aliens they're not real people they can brutalize them they can cut their heads off on screen but if if they're they're humans they can't no way yeah but definitely where where this movie shines is when they're in sakaar and the the whole like I love the look of that planet where it's like this trash planet, but it's very colorful and like stupid. I also like, this is a scene I should not like, but I fucking love it because it was just like Taika Waititi's like, this is so dumb. Like the scene when he's going down the hallway and just the fucking Willy Wonka music. The Willy Wonka song. Yeah. (laughs) In a world of pure imagination. And Taika Waititi's like, we just need exposition here about the Grandmaster. What if we just. (laughs) What if it's just a hall of memories? He he took exactly what you complained about in the last movie with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where they're walking down the hallway and just made fun of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing. You, You have to do it that way. You can't just. Be like, and this is this is this, and this is this. It's <laughs> okay. not like that's so museum like. Whereas this, it's like, you know, let's take something and just fucking make it. We'll just throw it and see what happens. We'll throw fucking Willy Wonka in there. We'll throw, and then we'll end it with a really funny thing where he's like, "You're about to meet the Grand Master," and Thor's <laughs> just like. <laughs> and that's it and it takes like three minutes total yeah. from him sitting in the chair to him meeting the grandmaster it's like three minutes and it's like that's actually you know they don't drag it on for too long and i i think that scene is well done for it being yeah and then it introduces scenes. you to one of the best characters in the mcu which 100%. is jeff goldblum just being jeff goldblum yeah the grandmaster <laughs> is just jeff goldblum himself like they don't say his name ever but it's just Jeff Goldblum in the MCU, I'm sure. <laughs> just like, you're pardoned from life. <laughs> <laughs> from life. And then yeah. my, my favorite moment with Jeff Goldblum is when he's, he's DJing and he's like, time doesn't work the same here, you know, a million years. You know, in any other world, I'd be a million years old. But here I'm... 
And then he just stopped. He just stopped <laughs> he just talking. Stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. It's so good, man. It's so yeah. good. And only Taika Waititi could like pull this shit off. The dude's got like such a wicked sense of humor. And but like on top of a wicked sense of humor, he's also just like a really good filmmaker. Cause you see it in some of the shots. Like there's some wide shots of like when Thor and Loki are walking together, there's some really good shots of them like where Thor is up in the front, like Loki's like, there's just some really good shots in this movie that I like a lot. And some of the action, yeah, the action scene with Hela is not that great, but like the fight scene between Thor and Hulk is fucking oh, it's legit. So good. Dude. It's, it's so good. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, and, mm-hmm. and the last scene is, is awesome when they're fighting on the bridge and the opening scene, you know, the immigrant song, like it's, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. I love that shit. I, I love the dragon that just has, instead of wings, it's just fucking flames it's like a fucking jetpack it's just like that's fucking cool yeah like aesthetically this this movie looks so good when they're not in asgard yeah yeah. like everywhere else this movie looks fantastic like wherever he's in like hell or whatever in the opening scene and he's like on the chain spinning around it's like thor in the first two films I felt like was more of like a rom-com sort of character. Yeah. And in this movie, he's more of like just the lead. He's like a lead man comedy, you know? And it's just like, this is, this is good. Like he's actually funny. He can deliver his lines. Whereas in the other two, it's like, ah, he's the quirky dateable guy. And you're like, "Ah, okay, I don't buy it. And this movie is just like, yeah, this is who Thor should be because he can play it really well. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I also think they're playing into, cause I, I think the first two ones like were way too serious and like melodramatic. And I mm-hmm. think Taiko Waititi got his hands on it and he's like, the context of this is so stupid. Like he's a, he's a fucking God and he's from Asgard and he needs to kill a dragon. And like the Hulk is like, it's such a stupid premise. And he acknowledges it like this. This shit is so dumb and we're just going to have a good time and have fun with it. And I don't think this movie would have ever happened if the first Thor, the first two Thor movies didn't happen, Uh, because I think the first two Thors were so bad. It's so poorly received. Didn't do well at the box office. So Kevin Feige was like, ah, let's just fucking let's just throw something. out. Yeah, just do what you want. Taika Waititi's on the rise like he's an upcoming comedic guy let's let him do it and now he's you know one of the most loved uh directors in on the scene right now with uh, you know yeah. with like jojo rabbit and stuff like yeah is he doing um thor god and uh, love and thunder yeah as well yeah, yeah okay that's gonna be fucking yeah. great that's gonna be really good you see the poster uh, for that no i don't think so oh dude i gotta send you that poster um yeah i like this movie i don't know what else there is to say about it it's a good movie like i saw it i told you about this last time i saw it one time and i had like a panic attack at the end of it so i didn't get like the whole experience of it so watching it again it's just like yeah this is funny this is really funny um and freaking korg what's his name right korg yeah korg uh he's so good we're losing you, Nick. We're losing you. Damn it. Fuck. 
We've lost Nick. I don't know why. We need to we need to send some uh some copper over to Nick's house. <laughs> That's how that works, right? That's how it works. <laughs> just just copper up his house. Oh, there it is. Oh, dude. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. This looks fucking sick. That poster? Yeah. This poster looks so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty thrilled with that poster. The freaking it it Cork, like you're just like you waving. <laughs> it's just waving. It's like he's got a gun and he's waving. Freaking she Thor, I forget her name. Jane Foster. Uh, Jane Foster. I did like that in this movie where they're just like, "Hey, sorry about Jane." <laughs> it's just like they're and not gonna. It. Yeah, and that was it. I loved it. That didn't need anything else. It was yeah. just. And now we're getting her back. Hey, in the next one. Uh, yeah. Did I just? I know I'm still here. You okay, you just I... popped up in quality. You look great. Oh, perfect. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. I dude, they they're just like turning it off and turning it back on again. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> Nick's doing like, a podcast. Fuck. Let's fuck him up. <laughs> let's fuck let's fuck with him. Yeah. No, yeah, Korg oh, though. Pretty- Korg though is hilarious. I love Korg so much. Mm-hmm. Uh he he's hilarious. And I, I love Meek. <laughs> when they enter Meek? in the when they enter in the thing when he's like Hey man, I'm just a I'm the big pile of rocks talking to you. You don't have to be scared yeah. unless you're scissors. Unless you're scissors and Meek's got looks like yeah. fucking scissors. That's just a that's just I, a little I rock paper scissors that, joke for you. I, I wonder what kind of relationship those two have because I I swear when I watched it the first time I thought Meek died. Oh, because yeah, battle. And, but the, then he's like, oh yeah, Meek's dead, and it's like. Oh what? No shit. And he's and then it like fucking comes back to life. He's oh, like, he's oh alive. no, he's okay. He's alright. He's no, alive. he's an endgame. Remember in Endgame? He's the one he's playing New Master. He's New Master 69. And it's him and Meek on the couch. Korg and Meek on the on the couch in, in Endgame. And they're like, Thor, he's doing it again. This is Nick just frozen here. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Like I said, they're turning me off and turning me back on again. You froze with worst. such a like nice photo, though. Nice know? quality. It was like yeah, really well, nice quality. Now I'm back. I guess for now. <laughs> for now, oh, here it goes again. Jesus. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, Korg. Korg is such a good character. Um, Valkyrie is such a good character. Yeah, best- I like. I like Valkyrie. Yeah. The best character is by far Grandmaster, hundred percent. Uh, and I wish, I wish that this movie utilized him a little bit more. Um, because like if if they didn't even do anything with Hella, I would have been fine with that. If it was just like some goofy antics, and he got to um, what is this um planet called again? Remember what the planet was called? Sakar. Sakar. If he just got to Sakar because you know, I don't know, 
the guy who was supposed to be taken over for Heimdall, like just forgot that he was somebody was coming through and just, you know, turned off the portal or something. And he had he just got trapped there, not because of Hela or anything. It was just like he just got trapped there and now he needs to leave. I think it would have been so much better if they didn't have to keep cutting back to Asgard and Hela. And it was just like, how is he going to get off of here? And did a little bit more backstory than of Sakaar rather than just going, it's a it's this kind of a place. And now we're leaving, you know, um, but I guess that kind of goes to show that this movie's really good. And it, the time that you have, it doesn't feel like it, you have enough time in the movie, but it's it's like a two hour movie two two and a half hour movie, right? Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, oh, that's uh, two two hours and ten minutes. So it, it just needs more time. It needs more time. Uh, fucking Loki is great in it as well. Um, yeah. Should we? Uh, should we do some fun facts? Yeah, let's do some fun facts. Got some fun uh, facts. I got, I got some fun facts. I got one here. You got you got one. Do it. Go for um, it. Um. Before he was even hired to direct the movie, Waititi made a sizzle reel for Marvel execs, a collection of short clips from other films that were meant to show his vision. He set that reel to Led Zeppelin's The Immigrant Song, and it must have worked because Waititi ended up getting the job. So that's fun. Nice. That is nice. Uh, At around 54 minutes, Thor's friend from work line about the Incredible Hulk was suggested to Chris Hemsworth by a -a Make-A-Wish child who visited the set on the day the scene was filmed. Cute. Uh, because it was such a perfect fit, Marvel would end up using the immigrant song in both the trailer for Ragnarok and the movie itself, but the rights didn't come cheap. Led Zeppelin is notoriously selective when allowing their songs to be licensed, and even if they allow one to be used, the rights are reportedly as high as seven figures. Holy uh, shit. I also read a thing uh, where initially they were going to use the original immigrant song at the beginning of the movie, you know, when he's fighting the dragon. And then at the end, they were going to do like an orchestral version of the immigrant song. But Led Zeppelin was like, no, you can't do that. So then they didn't do that. So Man. <laughs> still work though. It's fine. I, I hate the music industry. I just have to say that the music industry is so fucked. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'd hate it. Um, Waititi said in an interview with MTV news, Quote, I would say we improvised probably 80% of the film or ad-libbed and threw stuff in. I believe it. I believe it. Especially the I, stuff with um, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Like, all that stuff mm. just seems improvised. Like, they're just like, yeah, figure it out. Melt His melt stick? Yeah, that's definitely not written down anywhere, I'm <laughs> sure. At the end, they're still, like, calling it the melt stick. Yeah. Uh, uh, the score for the movie was done by Mark Mothersbaugh who is the lead singer of the band Devo, who did the song Whip It, uh, who no has way. done other movie scores like the Lego movie, 21 Jump Street, The Life Aquatic. Um, and I also know this because I'm just such a massive fan. He did the the uh, opening theme to Rugrats. Oh. All right, we're going to get fucking flagged. Um <laughs> Uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins had decided against returning as Odin, but upon reading the story, he changed his mind. Probably because he dies in it, and he's like, all right, I guess I can do one more. Yeah. Uh, Director 
Taika Waititi based Korg's character on a Polynesian bouncer. We wanted to change the idea of what a hulking guy made of rocks could be. He's huge and heavy, but with a light soul, and he's funny and friendly. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. More than 2,500 original costumes had to be created for the movie. Oh, I believe it. All of those fucking like scavengers and everybody on the set and stuff like that. For sure. And then all of the guys in like Asgardian armor too. I'm sure it took a minute. Um, before the sets created for Marvel's Doctor Strange were demolished, director YTD took advantage of them by writing and filming a scene for this movie featuring Thor meeting Doctor Stephen Strange. Marvel and Doctor Strange director Scott Deckerson, Derrickson, Derrickson sorry, yeah. felt the scene was kind of perfect to show Strange joining the wider Marvel Cinematic Universe after his standalone introduction in that movie. So the scene appeared during the end credits of Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is considered the third Marvel space movie after the first two Guardians of the Galaxy, but it wasn't for the first trip to space for the four for four of the actors. This is just a fun fact for you. Uh, Idris Elba, Carl Urban, who I love in this movie, by the way. Carl Urban fucking kills it in this movie. Uh, Chris, Carl Urban? He was the dude with the shake weight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy from The Boys. Um, mm-hmm. Idris Elba, Carl Urban, Chris Hemsworth, and Benedict Cumberbatch were all in the most recent Star Trek movies. Hmm. So there you go. That's just a fun that's, fact for you. That's weird. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Um, oh, this is interesting. This marks the first time in Marvel Cinematic Universe that the Incredible Hulk was not voice, voiced by Lou Ferrigno, mm-hmm. but by Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Frigno voiced Hulk in The Incredible Hulk 2008, The Avengers 2012, and Age of Ultron 2015. That's kind of cool. Lou Frigno's been doing it for a long time. It works really well. I understand why they did that too. Probably because they wanted Mark Ruffalo to like improv with everyone. So mm-hmm. I'm sure like he was on the set and they were just, and he was wearing like a green screen suit and they're like, just go do some crazy shit. The voice sounds a little weird sometimes. It sounds like pitch mm-hmm. corrected sometimes. Yeah. Um, but. I, I still liked it. I thought it was very funny. I like the relationship between Thor and, and Hulk. I think they're really funny. And then like him and Bruce Banner is, is also very funny. And he's like, oh, no, I, I prefer you. Right after mm. telling Hulk, he's like, no, no, Bruce is all. Bruce, Bruce all sucks. Books. He's all numbers yeah, and books just... and science and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thor like tiny fire. <laughs> <laughs> Smoldering. <laughs> Hulk like um, Hulk like big fire, Thor like flowing water. <laughs> um, uh, when the when the first trailer for Thor Ragnarok dropped, probably the funniest line is when Thor sees Hulk and says he's a friend from work. That line was actually thought up by a kid who was on the set for the day as part of the Make a Wish production. Did you just read that? I'm so this sorry. This is literally the first one. I'm so sorry. I just this uh, is literally the first one. You uh, piece of shit. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just reading things over here, man. The Grand Master's Tower features statues of his champions, notable figures from Marvel's comics. The alien being a Beta Ray Bill, top left, the supernatural entity Man-Thing, top center, and the Greek god Ares, top right. The android monster, the bi-beast, bottom right. The alien Fin Fan Foom, 
bottom center, and the Nightcrawler, bottom left. Note that the Nightcrawler is not to be confused with Nightcrawler from the X-Men storyline. Um, yeah, That's cool. By, by Beast is a pretty good one. He's the guy with the two heads stacked on top of each other. Uh, I thought that was... It would be cool if we got like more movies like that of Thor. Like... Of just the weird fucking creatures. Uh, that that's another thing I really like about this movie that I think um is really wasted potential throughout uh, throughout the rest of the MCU. This is the mm-hmm. first movie where I feel like they did Hulk right, and we got to see like, oh, um, Thor or Thor, uh, Bruce and and Hulk are like fighting it out to like see who's in control, and like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of fun, and like yeah kind of interesting and they totally fumble it later on like they never really well, explain they, i mean we'll get to that when we get there but like they never because he becomes yeah uh professor, professor Hulk. Hulk. but they never like, how? How? yeah they yeah. never even like express that that's a possibility or like that they've come a long way or whatever it's just like in the next movie hulk doesn't want to be hulk anymore <laughs> and, and then, then he and yeah. then they're yeah so it's just super weird here's a fun one for you nick according to Waititi, 80 percent of the movie's dialogue was improvised. i'm just kidding i'm joking that's, oh, wow. that's, that's a joke that's a joke that's pretty <laughs> much all i've got um oh here's here's one i don't know what this one is but on earth thor disguises his hammer at mjolnir as an umbrella in the comics whenever thor took on the mortal form of dr donald blake he disguised Mjolnir as a walking stick. However, yeah. an umbrella is more suitable disguised for a god of thunder. Yeah, that 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 is a thing from the original comics. Like originally, Thor was like the rest of the superheroes, where they had like secret identities, but they really mm-hmm. ditched that later on. Because yeah. why yeah. give Thor a secret identity? Stupid. I'm yeah, he's fucking Thor. You yeah, know. cares. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, and anymore. Um. This is a, another fun fact. A lot of the reason that the movie is 80s theme, both uh, Taika both said that this movie was heavily inspired by uh, uh, what was the movie like uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, oh, so okay. It was heavily influenced by that, but also it was heavily influenced by Jack Kirby, who was like the the creator of of, of like Thor and and hulk and stuff um and which is very like and a lot of his stuff like world war hulk and all that stuff was like 80s i guess so uh he wanted it to be pretty 80s centric because that that. makes sense so it's it's really good it's a good film i'd watch it again indeed i have watched it many a time i'm sure you have um i'm gonna stream this that we can get this out of the way. Hopefully this doesn't kill your... Move on with our lives and until next week. True. Um, this is... The story of, of a girl. This is the LonerCast MCU rankings. This, at the top of the show, I mentioned this was uh, just... We watched all these movies and we kind of... Like two days after, a day after, we kind of came back to this list and went... This is kind of where I, I would put this. Um, so this is an ever-changing list. It won't be. This this is pretty much in This stone. is the list, baby. This, this is, is our it. list because, fuck, we're not going back and watching no, never these. Again. Like, it's we might 
But this list will be this list until we yeah. publish this list. We might revisit some of them in years from now, but like, no, we're not re-ranking them. We're not, we're not going to go through that trouble. This is what it is so far and what it will stay. The Loner Cast official MCU rankings. Go for it, Jake. Okay. And number one, we've got Loki. Number two, we've got Iron Man. Number three, we've got Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Number four, we've got Spider-Man No Way Home. Number five, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy. Number six, we've got WandaVision. Number seven, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. At number eight, we've got Eternals. At number nine, we've got Captain America Civil War. Number 10, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Number 11, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 12, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 13, um, uh, Captain America the First Avenger. 14, Ant-Man. 15, Doctor Strange. 16, The Avengers, 17, Hawkeye, 18, Black Widow, 19, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, 20, Iron Man 3, 21, Avengers Age of Ultron, 22, Iron Man 2, 23, Incredible Hulk, 24, Thor The Dark World, 25, Thor. I believe it's my turn to uh, share where I would put it. Yes, yes. Please. And then you and then you can edit it based on that. Um, and I have been thinking about this pretty much all day at work. I was like, where would I put this? And I think I have the perfect spot for myself. Okay. And you can you can tell me otherwise. Um, I personally would put it right there at number five. Hmm. Interesting. I thoughts? personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I put it at number one, dude. This is my favorite oh my fucking God. Marvel movie, dude. I fucking love it's... this movie, dude. No <laughs> I, fucking, way, dude. I love it. I no love it way. so much. I no love this way. movie. It's better than Loki. It's better than Iron Man. It's better it's than Chi. It's not. It's, it's better not. than Spider-Man No Way Home. No, it's not. I, <laughs> and the reason no. I say it's not my favorite Marvel movie, because it's not better than Infinity War, and it's not better than Endgame. <laughs> Dude, I know. I don't think it's number one. Shang-Chi and mean, the we, Ten Rings was flawless. Like, it was so good all the way through. Iron Man started it off, and it's... That the story was so consistent and it was yeah, perfect. What's, and it was what's just Loki like, doing up there? <laughs> look, I don't know about Loki. I honestly, that is the only one that I'm like, I want to rewatch it just so we can move. That would probably be the only one we fucking move. Yeah, I'd um, probably move it down below like Guardians I, 2 or near. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'd, maybe have to, I'd have Wanda. to, honestly, I'd have to rewatch it. I loved that movie when it came out. But this, I just feel like Spider Man No Way Home, for me personally, it goes below Spider Man No epic. Way Home. Because Spider-Man is my favorite super superhero. You know what, Nick? And... You won me over. You won me over, dude. Because uh, you're right. Shang-Chi is fucking amazing, dude. I, I, can't, I can't deny it. Spider-Man No Way Home is fucking amazing. I can't deny it. I, I, you know what? I think I'm going to agree with you. Like, I, could, I could also see it here. These are like the only two spots. You know These what? My wig- gonna, That's my I'm, wiggle room. I'm going to because... agree with you. And I think I really wanted to put it at number one just because I wanted to knock Loki off the throne. Um... <laughs> you tell you what, when we when we finish this, we'll both go back and rewatch Loki and yeah. then we'll fucking. I'm down we'll for that. Fucking, okay. Loki's Loki's way too fucking high, dude. It's... We'll, we'll put we'll actually do this. About, yeah. About yeah. Let's do that. OK. Uh, OK. I'm, I'm happy at, at number five then number five okay yeah because like you're right you're right it is 
you know, Shang Chi is a better movie. You're right. Like that's that's what I'm saying. And No Way Home is just like so epic. Like it's so good. It's so good. You're right. Granted, we've only seen it once, and I feel like the part with Hella and that whole backstory. Uh, I've seen Spider Man a few times. I've only seen it once. The part with Hella and that kind of like backstory or that storyline is kind of like. eh, Yeah, you're right. It does. it, It. That's the only part where it's like flip-flops it's like i'd rather not watch this part can we go back to that other part and in shang chi i was engaged that whole fucking time you're right you i'm know? with you i'm with you 100 i'm with you sweet i'm glad i could win you over on that i was really um ragnarok ragnarok right ragnarok sure i don't know <laughs> ragnarok yes that's it no, this doesn't have a C. I didn't put a C. Cool. That's it. Yeah. So it's going in at number five, and uh, it might actually be bumped up once Lo- once we rewatch Loki at the end of all of this. You know um, what it would have bumped this movie up, Nick? If Thor, more, if no. Thor and Hulk played hide the zucchini. There's Dude, that Age of Age of Ultron was so fucking horny. It was, it was so horny, man. There was that scene where Thor or where Hulk comes out of the bathtub and he's completely naked. That's true. It's good to see that big. He was he was not hiding the zucchini. Yeah, should have um, been hiding in because there's also that scene where uh, fucking what's his butt is naked too, and you got like, God damn, that dude is fucking ripped. What's his butt? Thor, Chris Hemsworth, he's naked. No, he's like not wearing it. He's not wearing a shirt. And oh, okay. Like, yeah. Which I feel like it, it's like a contractual obligation that each one of these goddamn movies has a shirtless scene by the, the leading man. Like even Guardians 2 had uh, a scene where Chris Pratt was just shirtless inex- inexplicably. Yeah. It, every Spider-Man movie had a scene where Tom Holland is just showing off them abs. That's that's very true. Why can't why can't this be a double standard? And like then, it's And then there's why the can't, scene, why there's can't the scene with Johansson Captain America scene like that. I mean, she's she's sexy throughout the whole thing. Well, too. I know, but like, it's not like especially old, in Iron Man too. Like, like, she's really sexing it up yeah. in that one. But it's it's not like you know, like what you were saying, where they're just shirt off for no reason. We got to show these boys. We've had muscles. movies like that for women and for years. It's time that the boys get a chat at the I, I shot. suppose, yeah, you know, that's true. It's time yeah. for the boys to be sexy that's what i always say people always say we should stop objectifying women i say we start objectifying men more that's what yeah. i say make it equal that's Objectify right both equally that's right both <laughs> genders are sexy that's what i'm saying that's it, that's it. <laughs> you're absolutely right that's what we're gonna end this show i think yeah. both genders are sexy <laughs> yeah beautiful all right talk to you guys later check out us on twitter at lonercast1 at emergency pizza underscore and at fatal underscore microwave and then watch the show live on twitch.tv slash lonercast thanks for watching again both genders both genders are sexy it's our new catchphrase that's it i love it